Trumos, Perkhes, Mishnah Base 8.2. This Mishnah is a direct continuation of the previous Mishnah, and actually starts with a Vav referring to it. It says, V'chulam, and as for all of them, but the Bartonur understands that all of them we're referring to is the woman who thought she was still married to a Kohen and was eating Truma, or the slave who was eating Truma thinking he was still part of the household of the Kohen, and then we're for, informed that, in fact, the case is that They've been divorced, their master has died, etc., etc., and therefore they have no longer permission to eat this truma. So the question is, what happens if they have food in their mouth? Do they have to spit it out? On the one hand, when they put the food into their mouth, um, that was a legitimate move. To All the information available to them was indeed, indeed that they were allowed to eat the truma, and therefore they did nothing wrong. Um, that will be the position in a moment of Eliezer. It's a little tricky to reconcile in as much as in the previous mission we said, those very same people will have to bring Karen Vachomesh to gain Kapara and reconstitute the fact they ate Truma Beshogeg. Nevertheless, Rabbi Eliezer Shita is over here, according to the Bartanura, that the eating process already began, and such people do not need to spit out the food that's in their mouth. That's Rabbi Yeshua Shita. So meaning, it'll mean that as the Mishnah says, V'chulam, when it comes to a woman who thought she was allowed to eat truma, or an Ever who thought he was allowed to eat truma, Shahaisa truma basoch pihem, who had the truma food inside their mouth, they were chewing when they were informed that they were in fact ineligible to eat that truma, Rabbi Lezomer, Yivlo, they may still swallow it. They've already begun, they don't need to spit it out. Um, in contrast, the, let's say that the Kohen, who thought he was a Kohen, but in fact he was a Halal, he was therefore never eligible to eat this truma. And that being the case, uh, such a Kohen may not simply swallow that truma. He'd have to spit it out, even according to Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Yeshua disagrees. Rabbi Yeshua says, in all cases, since these people are not allowed to eat truma, as soon as they find out that's the case, they're ineligible to eat it, they have to spit it out, um, even if they you know, started anything that they thought they were permitted to do so. And therefore, Rabbi Yeshua says, Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Yiflotu, they must spit it out. A similar case now that the Mishnah continues on, we're moving beyond um, illegal consumption of truma in terms of, of shogeg, and now we're just talking about a different issue, which is one may not eat truma when he is tame or when the truma is tame. And we're going to have the exact same principle at work. We're going to say essentially, if when he ate the truma, he started eating it, he was allowed to start eating it, and this is a more cut and dry case as opposed to the previous cases, he simply he started beheter. But then something happened to change it in the middle of his chewing. Does he need to spit out the food now? And again, Rabbi Eliezer will say yes. He says no, he could still swallow it. And Rabbi Yeshua says he must spit it out as soon as he becomes ineligible to swallow. The fact that he started chewing doesn't begin the eating process. So the case is going to be, Rabbi Yeshua, excuse me, Amrulo Nitmesa. If they said to him, oh, now you became tummy. So that means you have a cone, let's say. The cone's busy eating his truma sandwich. And in the middle of chewing the sandwich, a guy pats him on the shoulder and then says, Oh, no, I forgot. I'm a zav, I'm tummy, now you're a tummy. So now the Kohen, when he put the sandwich into his mouth, he started chewing on it, that was totally A-OK. But now the Kohen in mid-chew has become tummy. The question is, must he spit out the truma? Rabbi Lezer can say yes, and Rabbi Yeshua will say no. Um, the second clause of the mission will be, nitmes truma. It's a similar case in the, the same halachas, it's not that the Kohen became Tameh necessarily, but that the Truma somehow managed to become Tameh while it was in his mouth, whatever that would mean. The 
Zav guy stuck his finger in, his, in the Cohen's mouth, or the Cohen, I don't know, put put a piece of food in his mouth that was tummy, whatever the case is. In such a scenario, Rabbi Eliezer Omer Yivla, Rabbi Eliezer says he may still swallow the food, because when he put it in his mouth, he was tahor, and it was tahor. And Rabbi Yeshua Omer, no, Yiflot, he has to spit it out. On the other hand, says the Mishnah, now explicitly, Tamehaisa, Utameisa Haisa, if they tell him, you know what, when you came in this house, you didn't realize that you passed through a corridor where there was a dead body. So you're a tummy. So when you put the truma sandwich in your mouth, that was illegitimate from the from the get-go. You never were allowed to eat it because you were a tummy from the get-go. So that being the case, or if the case is that the food that the truma sandwich you're eating, uh-oh, it became tummy hours ago before you put it in your mouth. In both of those cases, tummy haisa, you were tummy or tummy haisa. The food was tummy from the beginning. That was tummy haisa truma. Then... He would have to spit it out, according to everybody. Similarly, the Mishnah says, Oh, no dashu tevel, we're moving away from truma. We're saying if you found out while you're eating your food, even if you're not a Kohen, a regular person, that the food you're eating is tevel, that means the food hasn't been tithed properly, so it's loosely speaking not kosher. Um, so you're eating not kosher food, even though you started chewing on it, now everyone's going to say you have to spit it out because you're never allowed to eat in the first place. Here is a case of Meiser Rishon. That's the gift to give to a Levi. It's supposed to be tithe, meaning the Levi himself will give a tenth of his tenth to the Kohen. And that tenth of the tenth is called Trumas Meiser. So this is Meiser Rishon that the Levi got. That the Truma, meaning the Trumas Meiser, wasn't taken from this Meiser. And that being the case, it's also not kosher, so to speak. Meaning it's forbidden to be eaten until it's tithe. Or umaiser sheni vehekdesh shalom niftu. Two more cases. You got a case of maiser sheni. That's food that the second tithe from years one, two, four, and five has to be brought to Yerushalayim and eaten over there. Or you could redeem the kedusha off of the food onto a coin. But if you didn't, and you're outside of Yerushalayim, and you put that maiser sheni food in your mouth, well, that's illegal. It's aser. You have to spit it out. Um, and similarly, if you're talking about hekdesh, hekdesh is food that was dedicated to the base of mikdash, and it was became uh, consecrated and no longer can be eaten by a regular person that has to either be deconsecrated or given to the base of English, um to be used or sold over there. So again, all these foods basically are not kosher foods, meaning food that are usher to eat. Oh, shetam tam pishpesh, the soch piv, or you're eating regular food and you taste the taste of a pishpesh. Pishpesh, probably like a, a bed bug or maybe even a, a louse or flea, I'm not sure. In modern Hebrew, pishpesh is flea, and like a, you know, flea circus, you know. Um, but in the it may here mean bed bug. It's all the same. It doesn't make a difference. You taste it, there's a bug in your mouth. So therefore, what you got in your mouth is not kosher. In all those cases, hareze yiflot, according to everybody, meaning even Rabbi Eliezer, who said you could swallow the food that you started eating beheter, in the case of the truma that was tower when you put it in your mouth, etc. These foods were never kosher, never permitted to be eaten, and therefore, in all circumstances, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Shul agree, you have to spit it out. Um, and just let me add an important halacha lamaisa. I've seen this happen many a time. A person is Fleshix. He forgets his Fleshix. He makes a bracha on a piece of chocolate. Then he says, oh gosh, what do I do? I already made the bracha. Or even he put it in his mouth. In all cases, too bad. You can't eat the... And it's only even say, oh, it's just a durabanan. It's been time and all this stuff. It doesn't matter. If it's usher to eat, even with durabanan and so on, then you cannot eat it. And if it means a bracha lavatel, it means a bracha lavatel. What could you do? So you spit it out.